if you can imagine, probably one of the hardest things that I've ever gone through in my life was watching my child struggle daily with this incredibly debilitating pain and feeling completely and utterly overwhelmed and helpless as a parent. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Parenting Beyond the Pain, the Teen Endo podcast series. I'm your host, Joe Spreaks. As some of you may know, my eldest daughter Grace, now 16, was first diagnosed with endometriosis when she was only 14. This journey, from onset of suspected symptoms to diagnosis, can vary significantly from one individual to another. And incredibly, there are so many factors along the way that can actually impact the outcome of a diagnosis. At the time of recording this episode, in February 2024, here are the current stats from Endometriosis Australia. Endometriosis affects one in seven women, girls, and those assigned female at birth. On average, it can take six and a half years to be diagnosed with endometriosis. And there are over 830,000 individuals living with endometriosis in Australia. In today's episode, I wanted to share part of my personal parenting journey and spotlight some of the signs and symptoms of endometriosis that I encountered during my family's journey with endo. When I think back to Grace's individual journey with endo, it really began not long after her first period when Grace was around 11 years of age. Very quickly, Grace's periods became heavy incredibly painful and frequent. Grace went from having a period every month to suddenly having a period every couple of weeks. Initially, when we started researching about periods, one of the first things we discovered is that it can take time for periods to adjust and fall into a monthly rhythm or cycle. However, as time went by for Grace, nothing seemed to improve, and Grace continued to experience these incredibly heavy and very painful periods. If you can imagine for a moment what it must have felt like, this young primary school-age child. Remember those final years of primary school where you become so incredibly self-conscious and definitely do not want to stand out or draw attention to yourself? I really started to notice that Grace's periods were beginning to impact her daily life, her confidence levels, and even her social interactions with her friends. Grace certainly did not feel comfortable having a sleepover at a friend's house, and very often I would need to pick her up from sleepovers because she was so fearful of being in pain and or bleeding. Never mind the fact that it was also incredibly embarrassing to talk about what was happening to her with her friends. So instead, Grace struggled in silence. It was about this time that not even the over-the-counter medications could help take the edge off Grace's pain and or her symptoms. Initially, my first instinct as a parent was to reach out to our family GP. After all, these are the people that you turn to in a time of crisis. However, after feeling as though we still weren't getting all the answers we needed or being referred to people that might be able to help us, in desperation, I reached out to the Jean Hales for Women's Health Clinics and booked Grace an appointment with a female GP. This was a turning point for Grace. Although it took many, many months of trialing somewhere between seven to eight different contraceptive pills with the hope that each one would work, nothing at all helped Grace. In fact, quite the opposite. Grace had even developed a hemorrhagic cyst on one of her ovaries, which, in the end, the cyst burst. Fast forward to year seven, and the COVID-19 pandemic hit globally. 
and Grace commenced year seven. Although studying from home had its benefits for Grace, who by this stage was in pain constantly and and unable to walk, it also impacted our ability to have follow-up appointments with GPs, which, if you can imagine, is probably one of the hardest things I've ever gone through in my life. Watching my child struggle daily with this incredibly debilitating pain and feeling completely and utterly overwhelmed and helpless as a parent. Second turning point for Grace came when we were finally referred to the most incredibly knowledgeable, kind, and empathetic gynecologist, who in many ways empowered Grace to own her own health and not let her condition or her symptoms define her. Although Grace continued to trial different types of contraceptive pills, commenced stronger pain medications, and even worked with an incredible and fantastic pelvic floor physio, for the first time in months, Grace and I started to feel as though we were both really being listened to and all our concerns taken seriously. Then finally, a pivotal moment came when Grace was finally diagnosed with endo at age 14 via laparoscopic surgery. Two years on, and Grace has made significant headway with managing her condition. Although she needed a second laparoscopy, and we are currently exploring nutrition as a holistic approach to managing her pain and endo flare-ups, Grace has resumed dance, ballet, and does personal training with me once a week. Whilst I look back on this journey with Grace, and I sometimes remember those moments of despair and challenge, I also remember those moments where we grew closer as a family unit, and I learned the power of advocating for my child. Join me in episode two, where my incredible daughter, Grace, will join the conversation and share her story in her own words. Till then, remember, you are not alone in this journey. See you then.